Hey there, I want to invite you to join me for the Strategic Summer Workshop, which is taking place on Thursday, May 30th at 1130 Eastern. You can go to schoolsofexcellence.com slash summer to sign up. In this workshop, I'm going to walk you through how to identify simple solutions and systems that will make a massive difference and ripple effect inside of your center. I'm going to help you create efficiency where you need it most and understand what is causing your school to feel so hectic and where those big pain points are. We're going to clarify your center's priority system to improve this summer. I'm going to show you how to audit those systems. We're going to define your desired outcomes, and you're going to leave the workshop with a simple plan that will make huge impact. And by simple, I mean very simple. No complex, no multi-step processes. Super, super simple. No one has time for long things. No one has brain capacity for extra stuff. We need simple things that have massive impact. Go to schoolsofexcellence.com slash summer, and I'll see you there. Welcome to the Schools of Excellence podcast, where we have conversations about education, leadership, and building a school of excellence. The goal on this show is to bring you clarity, up-level your mindset, and give you practical strategies and inspiration so you can show up with confidence and trust your decision-making. I'm Khani Olshansky. I'm a mom of four under 10, a former New Yorker, and been in the early childhood field my entire life. And I'm so grateful that you've joined me for this conversation. Welcome back to the Schools of Excellence podcast. I'm excited to be here with you all again. We took a couple of weeks where we did some reshares of some of our most downloaded episodes. And we just came back from the Summit of Excellence was last week at the date of this airing. And I am so grateful for so many of the things that happened at the event and I'm going to be recording a separate episode sharing the insights, some of the patterns and conversations that happened at the summit. This episode is episode 75 of the Schools of Excellence podcast, and it is also the celebration of our one-year anniversary of the podcast launch. And I'm excited to dig into today's episode where we're going to be talking about why I started the podcast. I'm going to share a little bit of insight and understanding how I create the content for this show and giving you some insight into why we choose specific topics and and just, just a little bit of the ins and outs around it. I'm also going to be sharing some of the growth that we've seen in the show and really understanding how and why we need to celebrate milestones And I'm going to be talking about some of our goals as we enter the second year of the Schools of Excellence podcast. So thank you so much for being here with us. So let's get started with the initial drive of why I started the podcast a year ago. So ever since I was a little girl, I always wanted a talk show. I always wanted a place where I can talk and share my message. I always had a lot to say. And when I finally had this opportunity to create a podcast, it was this real powerful opportunity to share the Schools of Excellence message with the world. And a lot of the topics that we choose to broadcast and delve deeper on this show come from the consistent conversations that I have with school leaders. 
So many of you know this about me if you've been to our events or if you work um, inside our Directors Inner Circle or our Owners HQ program, where I share that I go back and re-listen to the hours and hours of coaching calls that I have with clients. And the reason I go back is because I go back to listen and look for patterns. What are the topics that keep coming up? How can I create better, deeper, richer content, training, or questions that help leaders go deeper and move forward in their leadership? One of the things that I committed to when I started the podcast is that this podcast wouldn't be about childcare or early childhood education. This podcast is about leadership. It's about who you are, how you want to show up in the world. And I wanted the Schools of Excellence podcast, which is our voice to the world, to be so much bigger than the next childcare trend or tactic. I really wanted to help leaders think critically, ask better questions, and lean into hard conversations conversations to change their lives. And one year into the show, I'm really proud of what we have produced over the last 12 months. Because again, the conversations that I have with some of the leaders on the show and the content that we create in our solo episodes are never just about the next trend or tactic. This is about really going deeper into who you are and the important mission that you have in this world as a school leader. When I sit down to create podcasts or any content, the first lens that I'm looking through is mindset before mechanics. Okay. Mindset before mechanics. You don't need more tips and tricks in your life. Tips and tricks are always available. And the next trend or the next hack is not where your breakthrough happens. Your breakthrough doesn't happen when you finally learn how to post on Indeed. Your breakthroughs don't happen when you finally, you know, order that expensive piece of furniture. Those are trends, hacks, and tactics. Your breakthroughs happen from asking a different question. From asking, is this the problem I'm trying to solve? Your breakthroughs happen when you lean into community. When you lean into the hard conversation. When you ask questions, is this the root of the struggle and the obstacles that are happening in my center or my life? Or is there something that's kind of surface level now and I need to dig deeper. That's what this show is about. That's what celebrating the one-year anniversary of this podcast is about. It's about bringing a message into the world that leadership is not a goal. It is not about the next trend or hack. It's a practice. It's about who you are and how you want to show up. I heard a recent study that was conducted on mental health challenges, and the doctor was sharing this study. I heard it on the radio, so I don't remember all of the details on it, but the doctor was sharing how um, your average person waits 10 years before seeking help for a particular struggle. He's talking about how on average, when they looked at the data, it takes 10 years after the initial trauma or grief or whatever it is before a person starts realizing, oh, this is what's holding me back. This is why I keep getting stuck. This is why I keep sabotaging. This is why I can't get out of survival. This is why this pattern keeps repeating itself. 
10 years. And so much of that is we're seeking the next hack and tip and trick. And the pain is so deep and the pain is so strong that we just want it to go away. So we jump after, you know, the next trend because maybe this is going to be the thing. But when we're playing the decades game and we're struggling with something, don't look for the next hack. Look at it from the mindset of I'm playing the decades game, which means I need to understand what's really going on here. And when we create content for the show, when we create content for our clients and our director's program and our owner's program, I want to help leaders think critically. I want to help leaders understand the quality of the questions that they're asking so they understand how to diagnose the problems on their own. I've always told people, I'm not the tactics girl. Don't come to me for tactics. This is where you will have a breakthrough in who you are, what you want to do, what your values are, what your mission is, what your vision is. This is where you're going to find community and support. And you're not going to be alone. And this podcast has really brought so many people together. Um, has it allowed me to connect with people that I would have never known or never seen or heard of? Someone who I'm flying to next week to deliver an in-person leadership day training. Um, she found us on the podcast. You know, she she was following the podcast, and then she reached out for a conversation. And now I'm flying down to see her team in person. We're doing a leadership day training, and so. I want to talk about when we set goals from the lens of the decades game and not instant gratification, right? And then we learn to celebrate these small milestones, how that really helps us connect with our long-term game, right? Because if 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 I went into every episode thinking every episode is going to be a slam dunk, I mean, one, that's just setting up for massive failure and disappointment. And two, it's kind of arrogant to believe that every time you go up to bat, you should win. Let that sit in for a second. Every time you go up to bat to take a hit, you should win. And there's a lot of leaders that believe this. Every time they open a new location, it should be seamless. Every time they hire someone new, it should be perfect. Why? In what world do you feel that you deserve or expect that every single thing should always work out for you, no matter how hard you work? Failure is part of the game. Setbacks are part of the game. You only get out of the game when you choose to quit. This is a powerful mindset shift when you're learning how to celebrate and you're learning how to reflect and really be a leader, you need to learn how to recognize that, okay, this failure is part of the process and sit with it and not let it send you into a tailspin. I wanna share with you a story about a client of ours who started in our directors in our circle and moved her way into our owner's HQ program when we opened that up as well. Missy Griffin is the owner of the Growing Room Preschool in Cincinnati, Ohio. 
And when she first came to the Summit of Excellence, she was working 80 hours a week. She had high blood pressure and was just working way harder than she needed to. She was just trying to wing it, trying to stop all the chaos that was happening in her center. But the biggest thing she was really looking to shift was the culture around turning her center into a career for her teachers and for them to stop looking at their jobs as being babysitters. She wanted to raise the standard. She wanted to create a culture where people were proud of where they went to work. So I want to share with you Missy's story here. We grew really rapidly and we hired a big chunk of people at once. Um, and I had never really done hiring. I had a one-room school for 17 years. I thought I could just wing it and figure it out as I go. And so I made tons of mistakes, made a mess, um, was operating out of fear of not having employees and not being able to make payroll and losing students and things like that. And my school was excellent and it was, um, and it always had been. We had a great reputation, we were growing so rapidly and I was ruining it and it, that was killing me because that was my baby. And so um, I went online and tried to figure out what I was gonna do about that and repeatedly saw Connie's name. So I was like, all right, I, I was looking for a book or something, like I didn't even know these kind of things existed. So we came, I came last year and I remember sitting um, out there and looking at the women up here that were on the inner circle um, and I was just thinking, wow, they're running really great schools and I'm not and I'm gonna get there. And so um, I, what I, my biggest epiphany was um, I didn't have to dumb down um, and take anybody. Um, it was an excellent school and I needed to remind myself of that and it was a, a pleasure, to, it's a privilege to work there. So, and because it is an awesome school and so I needed to meet my standards for that and so what I started doing was creating the standards of excellence through the program and it was life-changing and, <laughs> so I cry a little, um, and so I realized that just like with our kids, we set high expectations for them, and when they meet them, they're proud of themselves. And I don't know why that didn't sink in, but as soon as we set the standards high for the teachers and told them crystal clear what they at least had to meet, then they all kind of rose to the challenge, and they all think of it as a career now, where it was, like I had one teacher tell me it felt like babysitting, and I was like, oh, ouch. Not that that's like a bad thing, but yeah. that's not what I'm running here. This is yeah. this is a school of excellence. Yes. yes. And so, and I knew it, but I couldn't get it across to anybody else. So, what I needed to do was quit n not raising the bar for them. And and when, as soon as I did, it was like overnight almost. They, you know, we had them sign their standards, and and they instantly rose to the occasion. And my life went from chaos and crazy. Like my blood pressure had gone up. I hadn't seen my husband in a month. <laughs> like it was crazy. I was working like 80 hour weeks and still failing. And, and I couldn't do any more than I was doing. I was just doing it wrong. So now I'm working half as much. My blood pressure's down. It's, it's amazing. So, so this group of women that I was so excited to, to watch and observe and I was so um, envious of, I can't believe I'm sitting up here. You may have found yourself nodding your head or just taking a deep breath when you heard Missy share her story. You may resonate with parts of it and part of it may be your life right now. And I want you to know that Missy's story isn't unique or special. It's a story of thousands of school owners who are struggling to really get out of the chaos and get out of survival and really learn the systems, the processes, and the most importantly, the mindset to be a leader and build a school of excellence. 
So if you're interested in learning more about our directors in our circle, our owners HQ program, I invite you to apply. Our link is in the show notes. The reason we have an application process is because this group is a small curated experience of owners and directors who are really committed to their growth, to the pursuit of excellence, and to building long-term sustainability, legacy, and profit in their schools. I look forward to seeing your application and I hope you join us. So let me take you a little bit more behind the scenes for some of the growth that we've seen on the show. Over the last 12 months, we've had over 35,000 downloads and 75 episodes to date. This is our 75th episode. And a lot of times people ask me, you know, how do you get growth? How do you really grow something? And I have so many ways that I look at growth. But with the podcast, I want to talk about how we look at growth. One is be patient. Recognize that you're going to take a lot of hits and some will be a home run and some will tank. That is part of the process. This podcast is part of my legacy that I'm building. Every episode that I create will live forever on this show. And as I create content week after week, I'm building a giant body of work that will live forever. My grandchildren, my children, my great-grandchildren, God willing, will be able to listen to this show. I remember a TV host was once interviewing Kevin Bright. Kevin Bright is one of the creators of the hit sitcom Friends. And he asked Kevin, you know, what makes you most proud of what you created with Friends? He was one of the executive producers and writers. And he sat back for a moment and he said, knowing that when my grandchildren stay home from work or stay home from school when they're sick or just on summer break, just knowing that they're going to watch Friends and they're going to laugh. And I was part of creating that. That makes me most proud. A big part of his legacy is creating something that brings laughter to millions of people around the world. This podcast is part of the legacy that I'm building bit by bit. I know that the impact that the show has on leaders around the world, I know that whatever path my children choose in life, they will be leaders. And I hope that they tune in to find hope and inspiration. And I'm grateful to be able to have created a platform to have these conversations. So one of the other things that I want you to to think into is part of celebrating big milestones, like a one-year anniversary, is how is this tied to your legacy? How is this created to the legacy that you're creating? And one year into the show, again, I'm playing the decades game. We're one year in, 75 episodes, and we're building legacy. I want you to think about why it's important to pause and celebrate and how you really build this into your schedule. You know, I'm, I'm taking an entire episode to focus on the importance of celebrating this important milestone um, of a one-year anniversary and reflection. And celebrating milestones is such an important part of 
of reminding yourself that you're making progress and that you're on this amazing journey. When we don't pause to celebrate wins, all we see is the negative. All we see is where we're struggling and where things are hard. And let me tell you, life is hard. Hard. It gets easier. You become wiser. You can lean in to the challenges when you learn how to celebrate milestones. When you learn how to recognize your achievements and how far you've come and that you're still in the game. You're still in the game. I'm only one year in. Like we have so many goals for the next year that I'm going to share with you, you know, momentarily. But celebrating these milestones is this opportunity, this opportunity to recognize you're on the path. And there's no end goal. It's the journey in the pursuit of excellence. And that's why this is called the Schools of Excellence podcast. So I want to share some of the uh, reviews and personal notes that we've received as the episodes have aired. And if you haven't had a chance to rate this podcast or leave a review, we would so appreciate you take the time to do that because reviews help us rank higher in Apple Podcasts um, and help other school leaders find out about the show. So I'm going to read one of these uh, reviews with you. This is from uh, someone named C. Abruzzo. I started with episode one and listened in my car while on the way to do all the things. I listened and absorbed up to episode 19, and now I've gone back to start all over and really listen and take notes. I purchased a few of the Schools of Excellence products to uplevel myself and my team, and now the work needs to be done. Putting my staff as number one priority because nobody else can or should be there. Thank you for the guidance and leading me without even knowing me, but you actually do. So thank you, um, Carrie, I think it is, uh, for sharing such a great review on our podcast. One of the other podcast, one of the other episodes from Robin, Hani's podcast builds a bridge between our personal life and our professional life. She sees and leads us to see the subtlety and nuanced changes that occurs when we make an effort to know ourselves. The topics that are presented begin with a positive title, something many of us would like to describe ourselves. Then she leads us down the numbered path to the place where we can see ourselves residing, both as leader and a fulfilled individual. She gives particular care to include private examples from her own life. These make the doability of the suggestions real. Each podcast is like sharing a cup of tea with a dear friend. Thank you, Robin, for this this review. And we have so many other dozens and dozens reviews. And thank you to every single one of our listeners, uh, people who've subscribed to the show, people who listen to the show every single week. I'm grateful to be able to spend this time with you. And while I know that you're listening and it's not a dialogue or a back and forth conversation, I still think there's a lot of connection in these moments. 
And I thank you for inviting me into your world and for really opening your heart and mind to be a vessel to learn what it is that we want to share with you. Um, And for taking the time to believe that you deserve to do better and that you want to do better because the next generation of leaders depends on you and depends on your investment in yourself and in your growth. So thank you. The last thing I want to share with you on today's show is some of our goals for year two of this podcast. So I'm going to be inviting some new guests onto the show who are going to share just different perspectives on leadership. So we are going to be doing a specific summer series where we're going to be interviewing very interesting guests, no one from the childcare space. This is going to be uh, industry leaders from other industries. And the goal of the new guests that we're going to be bringing in is going to be an invitation to think critically and be the leader who creates legacy in this world. If you have a specific guest that you would love to hear on the show, or if you have specific topics that you would want to hear more of, I would love if you can drop us a note on my Instagram channel or send us an email to our support team. We would love to hear from you. So thank you for celebrating this one-year anniversary with me. Thank you for joining us. And I look forward to seeing you on our further episodes. If you are loving the Schools of Excellence podcast and have gotten any value out of it for your school, I would love if you can do two things for me. One, subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And two, can you please leave us a review? Reviews help other school leaders know that this is the place to learn how to build a school of excellence. And I would be so grateful if you can do that for us. Your help and support makes this show to be able to be listened by the thousands of other school leaders all around the world. Thanks so much for listening, for giving us your time and attention each and every week. And I appreciate that you have joined us. Hey there, I want to invite you to join me for the Strategic Summer Workshop on Thursday, May 30th at 1130 Eastern. You can click the link in the show notes or go to schoolsofexcellence.com summer. In this workshop, I'm going to walk you through how to optimize your already efficient systems or help you tweak some ones that need a little bit more tweaking to help you enter the 2024-2025 school year with ease, with success, and with calmness. Increase your profitability, reduce your expenses, and more than anything, just help you buy back some of your time. I look forward to seeing you there.